You got your hair down, Denise. Got my hey, hair everyone, down. and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, today is the fourth Sunday of the month. Yes, it is, which means it is time for Chef Kelly Williamson, also known as the plant-based kitchenista. She is going to be doing summer fun in the sun by making tropical island kebabs with a sweet and sour sauce and a cilantro rice. Please welcome back to the show, Chef Kelly. Hello, you've got your hair down today. And I did. I decided to let it down because you're always saying I've never seen it down. So since I was at home and it was easy, I just let it go. Well, good for you. Yes. So yeah, it's getting hotter. Where is it hot where you live in Colorado yet? Well, it's been raining. We've had all kinds of like hailstorms, like large hailstorms and, and things like that and rain. But today and yesterday, it's supposed to get up to like 85. So back to the warm. Nice. Do you like cold weather, hot, uh, hot weather, cold? What, what's your favorite temperature? I'm, I would say I'm more spring and fall. I like the the seventies. I think that's a really good weather when it gets up to the, like the 85s and you're trying to take a walk or work outside or something. It's a little hot. Yeah. You, you would, you wouldn't have made it in Palm Springs. <laughs> no, but the hundred, no, I'd have been like, okay, I'm, I'm staying inside all the time. But I'd rather have it too hot than too cold. I don't know why True. just be, being cold is I'm just miserable being hot. You know, you, if you wet your head when you're cold, I mean, when you're hot, you, yep. you cool off, but when you're, when you're freezing, there's not much you can do. True. That's very true. I agree so, with that. Yeah. We need to live somewhere Still. where it's like 75, 80. All. There probably is a place like that, but mm -hmm. yeah, maybe San Diego. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. On the water. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, kebabs are so much fun because everybody gets their own. Yes. It gets their own and they can actually, if you know, if you think about it, you could actually just cut everything up. And then you could have a party. So you could have your grill going and, you know, everybody makes their own kebabs, whatever flavors they want, and then they can grill them. And there's all kinds of different things that you can do. So it just makes it fun, fun in the sun. Right. If somebody didn't have like an outdoor barbecue grill, could they still make them? They sure can. So if you've got, you know, if you've got something that's like on your, on your stove, you could use that. Um, some people have the grills in the middle. I'm going to show you just a kind of just like a little portable grill that I have that's in the house. You can also use like the George Foreman. Um, that are really easy to, to use and you can store those in any of your cabinets. So, or you could actually just, you know, one of those little, um, what am I trying to think those little pancake plates, something like that. You can just put it on there and just flip it around. You're not going to get the grill marks, but it's okay. It still cooks. So, yeah. Nice. Where do you get your skewers? So I just get them at the regular grocery store. So they just come, you know, like where they have all the aisle where they have like the different utensils that you can purchase and all that. They're just, I kept a little little thing on there, but they're just like by good cook. So I just bought them like that. And then if you're getting ready, so the only thing I recommend if you're doing it on electrical grill, which I'm going to show you what I'll do, um, I would say you don't have to wet them down, but if you're going to put them on an outside grill, because you're, you know, your family's got something else going and you put your kebabs on, I would soak these for a while because they end up tending to burn pretty quickly. So, but since it's inside, I didn't soak them today. No need to. Interesting. I've seen those skewers at the 99 cent store. You sure can. Those are, yeah, they're probably a lot cheaper. I think they're probably like $2.99 or $3.99 at the grocery store. So these are fun. And, and even if you do a party and you don't grill um, and you just decide that you want to do, because I actually kind of mixed it up a little bit with some vegetables today. And I also brought some fruit. So we're going to grill up some fruit. But even if you don't want to grill it, you could just put the fruit on the kebabs and then everybody can run around almost like a popsicle with fruit. So that's great. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I, lo I love finger food. Yes. And these are good for watermelon too. So you, you know, you think about, you could actually half them 
and then stick all the, you know, so cut up the watermelon into like a little basket or something. And then you could put the fruit kebabs and put them into the watermelon. So then you can make something that's really pretty for your, for your parties. Terrific. Yeah. They're good to have around. So, all right. So we're we ready to get going. It's rock and roll. All right. So the first thing we're going to do, because we're going to, we're actually going to do tofu um, that's going to be on here. I'm going to put the tofu in the oven. The reason why is even though it's a really firm tofu, it tends to like when you keep turning it on your grill, it tends to fall apart. So if you bake it a little bit and take some of that moisture out of it, it doesn't crumble as much. So let me just kind of cut them and get them. So I'm going to do one inch cubes. And then I'll just do this and I'll cut them and cut them in probably quarters. Flip that over, cut in half, flip that over. Let me get my baking sheet. So I wanna get that in the oven. I'm not gonna put anything on the tofu. I'm just gonna keep it where it's just regular, just tofu. And the reason why is you could put the marinade if you want, but since I'm gonna put the marinade on the, the end of it, I figured that it doesn't need it. But if you have a preference and like to marinate the tofu, you can do that. You can just do that the night before. So nice, just little cubes. Cut them up and you don't have to use tofu. If you don't like tofu or you're just staying away from tofu, I know some people don't, don't, um, don't wanna go around soy. You could also just substitute in eggplant. That would be another thing that you could do. Um, or you could just say, I don't like eggplant either because I know some people don't like the, the consistency of eggplant. So then you just, just use all the different vegetables that I'm gonna show you here in just a few minutes. So cube tofu all ready to go. You could put salt and pepper on it, but we're just gonna leave it plain. Do you ever do your tofu cubes in the air fryer? I um, actually had an air fryer and then I gave it, like I said, I gave it to my dad and then he gave it to somebody else. And so I've never got it back just to try. And so um, I have not done that, but I've looked at air fryers to do that, but I'm just kind of, I'm kind of like, well, I'll just put it in the oven. It's easy. So, <laughs> okay. So we got that. So I'm going to, let me show you the grill. Actually, I'll start making some of the kebabs first. And then I'm gonna show you the grill. I've got it heating up, which is a really nice grill. So I'm gonna do the fruit first because I wanna be able to put the tofu. So I made, so I cut up strawberries, grapes, and pineapple. But you could do, I mean, there's so many different fruits out there. So you could do you know, like mango. So if you've got a, a mango that's not real, real soft, you could use a mango, you could use all kinds of different things. But pineapple grilled is really good. So all you do is just taking things like on the side of it. So like the grapes, you know, you could put it through the actual stem part or the whole part of the grape like that if you wanted to, or you could put it sideways. I usually do everything kind of sideways. And then my strawberries, I left them whole, but you can just chop them in half. Put those sideways. Just keep adding pieces to it. You could actually add, I was trying to think of some of the other veg or some of the other fruit. There's so much fruit out there. You could do peaches, you could do apples, you could do bananas, you could do all kinds of different things. But I just stayed with a kind of the tried true just to make it a little bit easy. So we'll grow like four or five of these up. And then when, oops, you gotta kind of kind of watch yourself because you will get off on 
putting things together, but that's the beauty of it. it. Every one of them doesn't have to look the same. I mean, you could actually match them to where they all look the same, but no reason why to do that. And if you've got a party going, everybody makes their own. Kids would probably love doing this. Love, yes, very much so. Especially if you've got bananas and finger food and all that put a, so there's one. We'll just do another quick one really quick. So when I grill them up, they're ready to go. So I got pineapple, grape, big strawberry. You can actually just make a little song, pineapple, just sing along, grape, strawberry, I'm just going to do, see that ended a little bit different. So that was just a little bit different. So I will grill those up here in just a minute or two. And then I'm going to take this away because I'm going to show you the grill. I also cooked the rice ahead of time. So the rice, what I did is I just put it in the Instant Pot. So you'll see my Instant Pot over here. So now it's just heating up or just staying, just staying warm. And the reason why is I figure you probably didn't want to watch 15 minutes of it of rice going. So we just made sure it was ready, but I'm going to add all the rest of the ingredients. Is that how you normally cook your rice is in the Instant Pot? Yes, I would say 99.9% .9 of the time, yes. Okay, so my grill, I'm gonna pull out, I've got the box, I kept the box to it. And you can tell it's, it's moved a couple times. So it got quite beat up during the move, but it is um, oster. So some people call it oyster, sometimes call it oster, but it is a Dura ceramic grill. This is the one that I use inside the house. It's very easy to clean up and ready to go. And you can flip it both sides. So you've got the grill on one side, but you have the pancake side on the other side. So nice way if you're going to make a whole bunch of pancakes and put them in the freezer, or you're making French toast or anything like that, then you've got, then you've got the, um, the pancake side to be able to do that, which is really nice. And it cleans up really well. So it is ready to go. So I'm going to put the two kebabs on that have the fruit because I'm waiting for the tofu. And you should be able to hear, I don't know if you can hear the sizzle. And when you put the kebabs on something that's like this, you wanna make sure at least this, the part that you're, that you're grabbing is off the side because otherwise the stick gets really, really hot. So let's just make a few more of these while we're waiting for that. Let's do these really quick. Nothing better. Have you have you ever have you ever tried the um, the grilled pineapple? I love it. It's yeah. so good. It just it pineapple's already sweet, and it, it it makes it even sweeter. Yeah, this is one of those ones that you you know you could put the sauce that I'm going to be making for the tropical fruit kebabs on it. But truthfully, there's no reason why you need to. It is so good without without anything added into it that you don't need to add it. They smell good. You can already smell them. And we'll just do some pineapple on the top. Just make it a little bit different. I mean, even you could even take like canned pineapple rings 
in their own juice and grill that if you didn't want to get a fresh pineapple. You sure can. Yeah, this was definitely a, a fresh pineapple. I cut it up last night. Didn't have a lot of juice with it though. That was the only thing I did notice, but. Oops, lost my pineapple. All right, so there's four of them going. All right. Tofu's almost ready. So when you're doing this, and then the nice thing about it is when you get this one like this, it's ceramic. So, and it has, it has the, um, the control over here. So it goes from like 300 degrees to 450. So it heats up really, really quick. And then all you do is you just kind of keep turning them. Make sure your strawberry stays on. Annette says, I really like Chef Kelly. So do I. <laughs> Thank you. This will be pretty here in just a second. So the rice, let me grab it out. Strawberries out of the way. So I'm gonna use those in a little bit. So the rice, all I did was I put two cups of water with one cup of rice in here. And then I just, what I did is I put it on, cause this rice is a little bit different. It takes about 15, 20 minutes. So this one, I just put it on 15 minutes in the Instant Pot, let it go through its process and it's ready to go. And then it's been sitting in my Instant Pot just heating. So it's nice and hot and ready to go, which is great. So let me grab my spoon. Just kind of keep turning these a little bit. So nice, nice hot rice. So the rice is gonna have, so it's very easy recipe. Just grab all the different ingredients here and we'll get that mixed up and then we'll put it back in just to keep it warm. I am not a cilantro fan. So I have a whole thing of cilantro, but I'm only gonna add just a teeny little bit of cilantro. I know some people like it, some people don't. I'm one that a little cilantro goes a long way. All right, so in the recipe that you see on here, so you can add you can add the salt, you can add the pepper if you want. I'm just gonna leave it plain. Um, I don't cook with salt. I actually just keep it on the table. So if there is some salt and things like that that I want, then I'll go ahead and put some on, but otherwise it doesn't go into the food. And I keep losing the strawberry on this one. So we're gonna... So all I'm doing is just turning them, keep going. All right, so we've got lemon juice. So we've got a tablespoon of lemon juice. If you don't have lemon juice, you can use lime juice. It's an easy way to do it. It's that, that nice citrus that always adds great flavor. And then when you've got something like a lemon juice and lime juice, you really don't need salt. Makes it all good. Then I've got a little bit of the cilantro. So I'm just going to add just some little pieces. I said, I'm not a big fan, neither is Jerry. So Little cilantro goes a long way, so there we go. I'll use the rest for decoration. You'll notice all the grill marks that are coming on it. Gorgeous. Doesn't take very long. Okay, so mix in your cilantro as much or as little as you would like. And then we're gonna do almonds. So you could do the, any type of almonds. I just have these, the blanched almonds. I toasted them. So they're ready to go. 
throw those in there so you get a little bit of crunch, which is really nice. And then you've got scallions. See how much I need of those. Add the rest. I'm going to take those off and my tofu should be ready. There's that strawberry. It does not want to stay where it's supposed to stay. There we go. <laughs> All right, so there is my rice. I'm going to pull it out here in just a little bit, but I'm going to keep it warm. So just a nice brown rice with a little bit of lemon. It's got scallions and almonds that are in it and that's ready to go. That's what the kebabs are gonna go on. All right, so let me put this back in here just to keep it warm. This grill is actually really hot. So we're gonna grab the tofu. All right, trying to figure out where I can, let me move my, got everything too much going. Let's move my fruit just really quick. I'm gonna bring the fruit here, cause I'll need that. I also brought a little bit of, so when I actually pull the, the fruit off, or actually I think I'll just do it this way. I have a little bit of coconut flakes that can go on top. Yeah, those are pretty. Yeah, just something to add to it. It's always, you know, like when you do something, especially when it's summer and you do like a fruit salad and you add a little bit of coconut or you add some fresh herbs and things like that on, everybody's like, oh, that looks really good. So we'll just add that onto there. All right. So now let me get my tofu over here. So I have and everything have in a, a row. They have a reduced fat coconut. They do. They have all yeah, kinds so of stuff now that's, you know, back I remember when we went, so 16 years ago, 16 plus years ago when we went um, plant-based. It was like hard to find anything. I mean, you couldn't find, you know, like almond milk and soy milk and, you know, all the milks and things that everybody just enjoys now were not around. I mean, you had to make a lot of things your own and hard to find that kind of stuff. But now it's nice. I mean, it's like you can find anything. But I actually have a friend now that is um, trying to go as much as she can barcode free. So she's making her own almond milk. She's making, I mean, just as many things that she can make, she's making it on her own. So instead of getting all the, you know, all the ingredients and things like that, that she doesn't want. She's making it all fresh at home, which is great. So I'll show these really quick. So there are just the fruit kebabs that are all ready to go. So you could actually put those on like some, you know, coconut or soy ice cream. You could just eat them just like this. You could actually mix them in with your kebabs that we're going to do here in just a minute. So you could do anything you want with those. All right. So I mixed up the vegetables for this just because I figured Instead of just doing, you know, your typical, everybody does tomatoes and, and um, peppers and things like that. I was like, you know what? Zucchini's great right now. Yellow squash is great right now. Sugar snap peas are great right now. So why not add some different vegetables? I almost cut up some butternut squash, but I was like, yeah, that seems a little bit more wintry. So these are the vegetables. But if you look at just like this right here, you've got the reds and the greens and the purples and everything else that's just beautiful colors. So we're gonna start out. So we've got the so we got onion first. You can do a red onion. Didn't have one of those. I have regular just white onion or any flavor that you want. And so you just grab whatever kind of piece that you want like that. And then I figure since that's about the same size, I'll grab a sugar snap pea. Hopefully they'll get a bigger one. There we go. 
Then I'll grab a red bell pepper. This is where also you can do, you could do like the yellows, you could do like the little mini ones. So instead of like, you could just chop off the ends and then put the mini ones on there without doing all the chopping. That's another easy way to do it. Then zucchini. Let's put a tomato in there. Yellow squash. Let's put, I'll put a piece of pineapple in there. Get it in the middle there. Let's add, yeah, I don't feel like grapes. Let's do another onion. Sugar snap pea. And then we got red bell pepper and Oh, you know what I forgot to do? Okay, this is going to be an all vegetable. Nobody said anything. I forgot <laughs> to do tofu. Well, that's because it was in the oven. We forgot. <laughs> but I pulled it out and it's sitting right there in front of me. Jerry didn't say anything either. Usually if I'm doing a live class, everybody's like, tofu. I'm like, oh, thank you. All right, let's just build one really quick. We're going to add the tofu. Let's see, we need some red color first. Block of tofu. That's the fun part of this is you just, you know, you just like look and you're like, oh, I'll do this one. Oh, I'll add some pineapple. I'll just do, I keep, pineapple keeps flying all over the place. Just whatever kind of colors and things that you want to add. Let's get a tomato in there. A little bit more onion. Yeah, onion's awesome. I love onion. Do you ever marinate your skewers first? You can. I've um, this one because it has such a really good uh, rich sauce with it. I don't. So, but you could you could marinate them. You could actually steam. So if you wanted didn't want to take the time and and uh, you know wait for these to cook, you could actually um, start steaming them a little bit too. There's that. All right, let's just keep making some more while we're getting these cooking. Let's get the onion. Yeah, there's so many different ways. I mean, there's probably, you know, if we if we actually got on the, the line, there'd probably be and ask people in chat, there's probably 20 different ways that that people have made shish kebabs. They're just fun and they're easy. And they're good, like I said, good for a party. Do what? Fourth of July party. Yeah, that's a fourth of July, anytime. Once you make it, once I make it up, and I'll show you here that I'm going to put it all together. It's so pretty in a bowl too. It's just like eating grilled vegetables. Pineapple. Well, the photo you sent me was gorgeous. If you can send it to me as a standalone photo, I can probably make that the, into the thumbnail. You had it on the, on the, where the recipes were. Sure. It looked beautiful. There we go. Number three. <laughs> Usually when I'm making like in the class, I have everything lined up. Boom, ba boom, ba boom. This is more just fun. How often are you teaching these days? And is it virtual or in person? Can anyone join? It's, yeah, it's virtual right now. Just because like I said, the, the, the clubhouse where we were doing the, the live classes is, is kind of like in reorganization right now. So once we get once we get that set back up, then we'll teach probably twice a month 
in person, but right now it's all virtual. Oh, but then we, oh, well, yeah, we do. We actually get, the libraries have started opening back up. So we have a lady that um, loves us to do classes for seniors. So we come in and, and do library classes. That's the other thing Jerry just reminded me of that we do. Another sugar snap pea in there. And so just fun color. Let's make up a few more. Usually, like, so this one, I cut them up in quarters. So the onion is about two slices. So just enough that it can cook through, but not enough where it's it just like gets really hard so this pineapple is very slippery today okay with sugar snap pea red bell pepper yum jerry just jerry just said to me tofu and i figure if i don't use all of the vegetables then tonight is going to be, let me slide this down a little bit more. Tonight I'm gonna to make a, a pasta. So I'll end up doing probably a vegetable pasta that has um, has the, the zucchini in it and the yellow squash and the bell peppers and everything else. So always think about things that you've got that how you can like cut it up once and make it make two things. Uh, another piece of pineapple on the top of that one. Okay, do one more. So all you do on the grill is you just kind of watch them and you just do turns. And the nice thing about it, the stick pretty much guides it. Turns it pretty easy. So if you don't like vegetables, and that was a great question that you asked a little bit earlier, Chef AJ, but so if you don't like vegetables that are like al dente, so these are, they're gonna be um, crunchy, which I prefer. Like if you go get like um, um, Asian food or something like that, I really prefer that the vegetables are not soggy or soft. So this is a great way and stuff to, to have the vegetables and stuff that are crunchy, which is one of my favorites. But if you don't want that, steam them, or you could actually put them in the oven and you could um, roast them a little bit and then start making your skewers. A little piece of onion here, so I can use it up. So now Jerry knows what he's having for dinner. <laughs> pasta with the uh, chickpea pasta. What we're gonna do? Have you used that before, Chef AJ? I'm allergic to them chickpeas. No, but it sounds great if it's only like one ingredient, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty much. They're really good. If people haven't seen them, let me just go. I'll grab it really quick out of the. Oh, you know what? Tofu. They make a lot of one ingredient pastas now. Like they do. Black bean. I'll show you that. This is a really good one. This one's my favorite. Remember back when, so like when all the gluten-free and everything else came out, um, there was a lot of pastas that, that uh, when you started using them, that they just fell apart and they were like, yuck. They were like mush. This one, bonza, spaghetti made from chickpeas, um, is really good. So it has, 
it has the pot, it has the spaghetti. And I think it has a couple of the different like noodles that you could use for like a mac and cheese or um, any of those kind of things. But these hold up really well. I, I changed them out because Jerry usually, usually does is like the whole wheat. I changed them out for one of our meals and made pasta. And after Jerry ate, and I was like, hey, did you notice anything different about the pasta? And he's like, no, it was great. So now I make all my all my different salads and, and uh, noodle salads and everything else with these. These are one of the best that are out there. Okay, so just turn. And you can actually do them on the side too. Just stand them up. Now I can move this one over. So if you look at that, just the colors is so pretty. I mean, if you had, like, if I even had the red onions, if you would actually have the more of that red color, but they're beautiful colors. All right, I'll move that there. And then while you're at it too, you know, if you've got all this different pineapple and grapes and things, you know, feel free to just, you know, grab a spoon and, and add a few of the pineapple and that because it's just all good together. So why waste the space in the grill? This is a nice grill. I have probably had this one. I've used it for um, all my cooking classes. It's been it's been moved a lot. It's been transported a lot, that type of thing. And it is it is held up. I think it was like when I bought it, probably four or five years ago. But I know they still have it because I've looked for it. Um, it was like thirty dollars or something like that, thirty forty dollars. And it's one of those ones that you could just store. And then, like I said, you could make. You know, my mom when we were kids and stuff used to make like. Um, pancakes and um, <clears throat> all kinds of different breakfast items and she put them in the freezer, which were just really nice. So Jerry's, uh, he bought some of Rip's um, pancake mix. And so he's wanting me to, to try it out and make a bunch of uh, pancakes and then put them in the freezer. I have waffles. I did some waffles not too long ago. You can see they, so on the grill marks, see on the tofu, you're already starting to get all the different grill marks on it. So extra tofu. Why, like I say, why waste the grill space? Just add some in. Since I was kind of forgetful on adding it so much into the, the different shish kebabs. All right, let's just grab a spatula. As you can see, it grills up pretty fast. This one's set on, so I know a lot of people probably have a question about if you get this grill or you have like a George Foreman. George Foreman's work really well too. Um, I've got this one on about 375. And already, look at the pineapple, grilled pineapple. It's nice too, because it's ceramic. 
So things will stick a little bit, but not like you would get on, on some of the other grills that you've probably seen out there. Kind of just do the grapes a little bit. Tofu. making noises. That really is a cool grill. It is. It's really nice. Like I said, it, and it cleans up. It's one of those ones. It's almost like kind of like stainless steel pans. It cleans up really well. So it might look really rough right now when we're cooking and things, but it, but it cleans up fast. You can just let it soak just a little bit. Once your vegetables start cooking, sometimes you have to push them back onto the skewer to expand a little bit. Sounds good. All right, let's move the vegetables out of the way. So that over there is dinner tonight. Pasta. Sorry to hear you're allergic to chickpeas. Yeah, pretty much all beans and legumes. Chickpeas were one of my favorites too, but you know, there's other kinds of pastas. So yeah, there was one we tried. It was like an artichoke pasta one time. And I did it for one of my classes. Never been able to find it since, but oh my gosh, I think we got it at um, Natural Grocers. And it was phenomenal, but I've never found it since. You know what I, I love is taking, well, I can't do it myself and I tried, but uh, Chef John, who's been on the show, the owner of Faux Fresh, a Vietnamese restaurant that has amazing vegan food. He takes giant king oyster mushrooms and he uses like a julienne peeler and he makes noodles that look exactly like, you know, whole wheat noodles, but they're literally only made out of mushrooms. I have never seen anything like that. I would love to see that though. It's the most delicious thing. And so I bought them. I found the giant king oyster mushrooms. They were like this big. I had two julienne peelers and it just kept getting stuck. I only ate with a few noodles. He goes, well, I'm the only one that can do it. Meaning I'm, he said he would teach me. He actually did it on the show, but I guess you need a little bit of finesse, but they, they're so cool. They look and taste just like, um, just like pasta. It would be one of those ones that'd be like, okay, since you're the only one that can do it, can I come into the, your restaurant and you can like, let me work with you a couple of days and, and try it out. And then you can learn. I mean, it's not it. a secret. I guess he just has the technique mastered, or maybe he has a sharper julienne peeler. Yeah. Okay. So I just pulled the fruit off because it doesn't take very long. Yeah. Uh, Daria said, could you please repeat the name of the grill? It is. I'll, let me just I'll pull up the box. My torn up box. This is what, this is what uh, movers sometimes do to your boxes. So Oster, so Dura Ceramic. And like I said, it flips. And so you can have one side that's the grill and one side that is for like pancakes. So smooth grill, flat grill. It's one of the best. And it shows you how to, you know, it shows you all the different parts. So it's got underneath here under this, there's a drip pan. So all of the the ingredients or any kind of moisture and stuff gets into that and that's easy to clean. And then it just has kind of remember what your mom, remember when your mom had used to have those electric frying pans 
this is what it reminds me of, but just a larger version of them because you have this little control here. So, and it wasn't expensive at all. Got a stick that just broke. This is just joined us. We're grilling and chilling with Chef Kelly. Grilling and chilling. So there's the different, like I said, there's the different fruits. So I just did the grapes, I did the pineapple, and then I did the tofu. So just adding a little bit more tofu since kind of forgot it when I was doing the, the screwers a little bit here and there. But as you can see, see how the nice, see it's all starting to caramelize? Really good. The grill gets really hot. So be careful, even though I'm kind of pushing them up a little bit, be careful when you're doing these because your sticks will get really hot. So nice to kind of keep the sticks towards the end so that you can grab them. Flip them a little bit here and there. I wonder if they have like permanent skewers. I think I've seen metal ones at restaurants, you know, that you can use I over. Have. They're really long like that. And so you could have the, the actual twist and stuff on the side. Yep, you could do that. I do shish kebabs, I would say maybe once or twice a year. I wouldn't say it's something that we do a lot. So I think just, so I look at it as having the skewers and stuff and having just a pack of these works pretty well. But if you really, really like them and just want to grill vegetables a lot, then yeah, I would get, I would invest in those metal ones. All right, we're getting close. I did this for a class one time and we had, um, it was about 45 people, I think. So if you can think about like how many skewers that we actually had to make, it was crazy. It was a lot. Very oh. tomatoes would be cute on the tip, you know? Yes. Tomatoes. And then if you have like, if the, so at the end and once everything's ready, you could actually put some like fresh herbs on it too. So then people have the herbs when they, when they're actually eating that too. So that would be a really pretty way to do it. So I'm going to grab this here to the side. All right. So now I need to make the sauce. So we've got, we've got all the different ingredients for the sauce. So I've got three quarters cup of water. So let me grab everything for that. So I've got my water. And the sauce is one too that you could make a lot of this stuff. Like you could cut all the vegetables up ahead of time, but you could make the sauce ahead of time. And then the day of, if it gets a little bit too thick because of the, the cornstarch or the arrowroot and things that are in it, then just add a little bit of water or vegetable broth and then you could smooth it all back out again. So we've got that. I've got date paste. So date paste, I didn't have any in their fridge. I usually do. So I soaked a bunch of dates last night. I just soaked them in a bowl of water and I soaked them overnight. So those are ready. So I'm just going to grind it up real quick. And there's my date paste. I made it this is definitely more than, I think I needed a half a cup. This is definitely more than a half a cup. But the reason why I did that is I have these little jars, these little mason jars with the plastic lids because it keeps things a lot longer. 
I'll just be adding that into in there because I know I'm going to have many more recipes where I'm going to need date paste. Anytime you that you're going to do sugar, date paste is great. Yep. Do you have a certain ratio of dates to water you like to use? So usually if I'm making it and stuff, if, so if I'm making like a half a cup, I would probably do about um, six to seven dates and then usually enough water to cover them. So if you put them into a bowl, enough water to cover them, and then that's the water that you're going to use. Um, what I also did yesterday is because a lot of times when you got, when you're sitting there with the, um, let me turn this down. When you're sitting there and you're taking all the pits out of the dates, it's like, it's very tedious process. And sometimes you've got dates that are still great, but they're, they're like harder to kind of break apart. <clears throat> so what I did is I just soaked them in water. And then this morning I just took the date and I squeezed it a little bit and the seed just popped right out, which makes it a lot easier. So this here was probably this amount. And you can see, I got a new blender container, which is great. Um, but this one was probably about 25 to 30 dates. Cause I had some that were starting to get a little bit more caramelized. And so, and then I just, like I said, I just put in a bowl, put water where it tops over the top, let it soak. And then that's the date water and the date paste are the dates that I use. So let me do a half a cup. That'd be easy if I get a spoon. And date paste is good with, you know, anytime that you need a sweetener and you want it for like dressings or anything like that, it's nice to have date paste around. Okay, I'm just adding it all into all the ingredients in here. All right. And then the other ingredients we've got are going to be apple cider vinegar. So we have a quarter cup of apple cider vinegar. Then we've got low sodium soy sauce. You could also use coconut aminos. But the low sodium that you can find. Then I have three tablespoons of organic ketchup. Let's do that. Everybody's probably thinking, ew, ketchup. <laughs> Jerry's one, I think it's one of Jerry's favorite food groups. Ketchup. <laughs> One of his guilty, as he says, you know, everybody has to have a guilty pleasure. So it's one of his guilty pleasures. That I think in salsa. I'd say that's another one of the guilty pleasures that. All right. So I'm going to get this, look at this up back to medium. I'm going to grab a whisk. So the reason why, so I put it on the recipe. Um, when, if you put something that has a lot of sugar into, like if you're grilling these and you put a lot of like the sauce on it, it has a lot of sugar, you're going to get a lot of burning really quickly. So that's why I always say grill the vegetables first and then add your sauce, like maybe at the very last, um, just to get a little bit of grill on it if you want, or just when you get ready to make it all put together. All right. So then I have arrowroot. So it actually says for two tablespoons, I'm going to play with it a little bit. Because sometimes, you know, arrowroot or cornstarch, you know, non-GMO, all that goes a long way. Doesn't take much. So I'm going to add some in and then play with it. Because there's nothing worse than when you, when you make a sauce like this and it turns to glop. That's when you add more water and you keep whisking. So taste-wise... 
a little sweet. And then it's got that apple cider vinegar in there. So you've got a little bit of the kind of the pop of the, like a, a vinegar type of a thing. So it's really good. But once you put it on, you've got, you know, a little bit of the fruit, you've got the vegetables. You don't want something that's like overly sweet. So almost, you know, too much like hoisin sauce or something. So this is a really nice flavor that goes well over the rice, but then goes well over the, the kebabs. Yeah, this is interesting because Annette says if she doesn't use her date paste quickly, it goes moldy and she has to make smaller batches. I've literally kept date paste in my refrigerator for three months without a problem and in the freezer much longer. I'm curious. I'm wondering if it's possible that she's starting with moldy dates because I've been using date as date paste as my exclusive sweetener for almost 15 years now, and I've never had it go moldy. I have not eaten. Well, I actually had it go moldy, but it was probably three it was probably four weeks into it um, that was in the fridge. And so you, I noticed just a little bit, but one of the things too, that when, that I talk about a little bit too, is that you want to make sure that if you would use like a mason jar, you want to use like the plat. I've changed over to the plastic lids and I know plastic's not good for the environment stuff, but these are the best. Cause when you use anything that's metal around um, foods and, and different ingredients, you'll get this like almost like taste, tastes like um, aluminum or tin or something like that. That's in your food. And you'll see the mold going around the lip. If you use the plastic lids, you don't have that problem. So I've, I've, I think I've had date paste five, six weeks in these. Yeah, because it's honestly, like, I've kept it much longer in Pyrex. Also, I think people have to keep in mind cross-contamination because if you, for example, are using it, like spooning it into something and that something had something else in it, you know what I'm saying? Yes. That, much that, that, and then you use the spoon twice. Yeah. So, so I don't know, Annette, I'm just curious because that's really never happened to me. So I'd love to know what dates you're using. Are they old dates and uh, how are you, how are you storing it? Because that's, I, I, you're, I haven't heard that. So sorry, that's happening for you, but yeah, I've had, and I've also had dates in my refrigerator because I keep them in my refrigerator that's in the, in the, um, the garage and stuff. And I've had them in there months and months and months, but I do notice that they get really like, they get like almost like hard type of a thing, but I think it depends on, you know, there's so many different brands of dates that are out there too, that maybe there's some different ones that do that, but I've not had problems. All right. So the strawberries and then we're. We are ready to go. Okay. Let me grab. So I only use, so I said two tablespoons, but I only use just because it depends on your the ingredients and all that, it was probably about a teaspoon and it's got to the nice consistency that I want. So the sauce, I don't want it really thick, but I want it enough where it's like a dressing. Like that. So nice, nice brown color. That's what's gonna go on here in just a second. All right, so let me grab a bowl plus my rice. off. Also has a warm and simmer on this one, which is like I said, it's a really nice grill. I think I'll do this bowl. Since this is going to be lunch. I thought I'm it was going to be dinner. Now it's going to be lunch. It's going to be lunch. This is lunch. And yeah, 10 o'clock. So it's only 10. So Jerry usually starts eating lunch about, and especially if it's something like the, the day after a cooking class, he will start eating lunch about 1030. Because I think he's afraid that it might disappear. 
He's cute. <laughs> All the rice in here. Because I'm going to pull the things off the skewers. And we're going to make it a shish kebab bowl. Pull these off. It's kind of my pretty bowl. All right. So nice. So you can see my tomato kind of collapsed just a little bit. There we go. So nice roasted up shish kebabs. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually pull them off and put them into the bowl. And this is a fun way to serve it too. When you've got, if you've got friends and family, everybody can grill them up. And then you could actually do, you know, if you've got, let's just say five people with you, you could actually put the, the different bowls like this with the rice in them and then let everybody pull off the, the vegetables off the shish kebab and enjoy. Got my tomato, I'm gonna grab it. So you're actually taking it off the skewer, not placing the skewer on the bowl for the person. Exactly, because I figure this is, but you could do that too. You could actually say, you know, everybody gets a bowl and there's a bowl of rice here that's ready. And then everybody could put their skewers on it and then do it themselves. But I'm just doing it this way, just because it's lunch. And Jerry and I'll be just dishing it up out of the bowls. And you've got a little bit of sweet, you've got a little bit of the savory, all kinds of different flavors that are going to go in here. And then I'm going to add the sauce here. One more. I don't know if I look like I have a tan, but the grill's hot. <laughs> Spread out the onion. All right. Then I have, let me do the sauce first. I'm going to grab a big spoon to drizzle. I bet you could use that sweet and sour sauce in other recipes as well. You sure could. You made it even a little bit thicker. It actually would be like really good on potatoes, um, other types of vegetables. It'd also be um, good on like, almost like a salad dressing. So if you're making, like if you have a bunch of cabbage that's, um, that's all shredded up and you've got a bunch of really good vegetables or putting these vegetables on some cabbage with this dressing, changes the whole profile. But it's really good. 
So it's been sitting here a little bit. So you've got, it is a little bit like a sweet and sour, but definitely not sweet. Um, it almost has, because of the, the organic ketchup and things like that, almost has more of a, a little bit of a, not really a tomato-y, but just kind of like a, a um, like the date paste and the tomatoes and all that. Just, it just, it's a really nice, almost just like a nice kind of a little bit, um, a little bit sour, but a little bit sweet, brown kind of a dressing, which is really good. So you'll notice that my uh, grill, so I think you can see what it looks like now, but all I have to do is just put it, you know, put it in the sink and just make sure you don't have the, the edge and stuff with the, the actual connection and stuff to electricity, but you just let it just sit there and just drain out. And then if you have um, like one of these little, what do they call these things? The smiley, what do they call these guys? I can't remember, Miss. I can't remember, but you have these type of things. You just let it soak for just a little bit. It comes clean, wipes up, and then away you go. So, all right, so scallions. I love cutting the uh, scallions on a diagonal. So you get this, find a nice one. I can't eat anything without scallions. I think they go on everything. Soup, I agree. salad, rice dishes. It's like they're, they're pretty and they just make everything taste better. I agree. And it's fresh. Nothing better about having something that's fresh. Scrub daddy. Scrub daddy, scrub mommies. That's what those things are called. Or if you have the, the what is it? The Mr. Mr. Clean, those little white things, those work really well too. So a little bit of cilantro because we're not big fans of cilantro, but you could pile it up with cilantro. All right, let me get this out of the way because it's hot. It's giving me a suntan. All right. Add some grapes. Purple. There we go. Oh, your food is pretty. <laughs> Get everything all set up. Has to. Well, it's like it's to me. It's like food is is like eye candy. It's like if you can if you can make things that look good. Like if you if you just put. Oh, there goes, there's one of my, great. But if you put this on the table, let's say a smaller version of this in front of somebody, guarantee you, no matter who they are, they're going to eat this. They're going to be like, oh my goodness. And you've got the crunch. You know, if you think about it, you've got the rice that's on the bottom. So nice and warm, but you've got the crunch of the almonds. You've got um, a little bit of the lemon juice. You've got the scallions, which are in the rice also, but then you've got all these fresh vegetables. So you've got, you know, things that are, that are more savory, but you've got the sweet of the, of the pineapple, a little bit of the grapes that I did. And then you've got the tofu in there. If you don't like tofu, leave tofu out, but it's been grilled. So it's not the, you know, like the really soft tofu. It's actually a lot of the moisture is out of it. So a little bit more probably chewy, but, and then you've got the little bit of the cilantro and the scallions and the sauce, but yeah, all the squashes and things like that. But if you put this in front of anybody, I guarantee you, or you took this to a party, this was inside of this would not be going home with you. You would have a clean bowl. Everybody would be dishing this out. So there is, so we made the cilantro rice, which is on the bottom here. It had the almonds. Um, you could actually change out and do the, the Marcona almonds and stuff, which I really love. And has um, scallions and lemon juice and all that. So it has crunch, nice and nice uh, texture. Has all your 
your vegetable shish kebabs here, along with some of the fruit. I also made some of the fruit kebabs and you could actually add more of that fruit to it, but there you go. There is, there is probably a little bit of my lunch and a lot of Jerry's lunch. <laughs> That's what I would say. <laughs> well, Darlene says it looks beautiful and delicious and I've tasted her food and I can tell you it is. You are just, you're like an unsung hero in the plant-based uh, chef community as far as I'm concerned. Thank you. Because Thank people you. need to know it. about you. You got to quit that day job and just do this. Get a food Hi, truck. Hey. Go all across the United States. It would be fun. I'd always talk to, and it was um, when Chef Dale came in for one of our summits. One time I was like, you know, because he's got such a funny sense of humor. And I was like, you and I need to be Guy Fieri, and we need to go around and we need to do vegan diners, drive-ins, and dives. And just be like, you know, going in a food truck or something like that. And just, you know, showing people things and laughing. And that well, would have been fun. If I yeah. can help you facilitate that dream in any way, I'm 100% behind you. Yeah. Thank you. That would, it would be fun to go around and just go into restaurants and talk or get people to restaurants that are not maybe vegan friendly or plant-based friendly, get them to try, you know, it's like, there's so many things you can do with recipes that you can make them plant-based or vegan friendly. It just takes a little bit of, you know, just a little bit of knowledge to do that. So that's yeah. what I love doing, making things taste good and making it look good. This is this. Well, you have accomplished both. How much to get you out here to cook for me for a couple of weeks so I can have a break. Okay. <laughs> I'd do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got a spare room with a Pac-Man machine. You and Jerry can uh, stay there. And you have Bailey. Yeah. Oh, you have a Havanese too. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we would be, uh, we'd be like, okay, Bailey's there. I'd probably have to bring Georgie. Cause Georgie would be like my mom, you know, my mom's gone for two weeks. I don't know what I to do, what to do. Cause you know, they are glued at your hip. I know they're, they're what they call Velcro dogs. That's why we love <laughs> yeah. them so much. <laughs> she is. And that's why we're so blessed to work at home. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Yeah. Thank you, Chef Kelly. You're welcome. Thank you. And all bon right. appetit, Jerry. Thank you. <laughs> okay. He's funny. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow at 11 a.m. Pacific time for Dr. Brooke Golder. And she's going to be joined by her son, Solomon. Take care, everyone. Have a great day.